Uninformed immigrants are at a huge disadvantage in court, in financial and legal matters, and also sometimes in life. Well, what can we do about it? I'll tell you what. We can train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants to maximize their lives regardless of their immigration status. And that's exactly what we're going to do here. I am your immigration lawyer and host, Otis Landerholm, and this is the Empowered Immigrant Podcast. And so now I want to switch gears. I want to tell you my own story for a second. All right? I went to law school. I didn't even know whether or not I wanted to be a lawyer. Did you know that? I didn't know. That was, that was my first risk. I discovered that I loved it, though, and I particularly loved immigration law. Like, man, I... I, I just, I, I loved it. I had a great professor in immigration law. I took a semester off. I went to Ecuador and I was practicing immigration law in Spanish in Ecuador. I, I loved it. All right. So, um, and then after I graduated, uh, and then my wife and I had our first child on the way, I decided to start my own law firm right out of law school with zero training in how to run a business. That was risk number two that I took. All right. And let me tell you, after the firm was going for approximately three years of me right out of law school with zero training in how to run a business, uh, we were not doing very well, people. We were not doing very well. And we were losing money every month. And I was staring bankruptcy right in the face. And it was looking like I was going to need to close down. And I was super scared. Okay? And I took the very last bit of money that I had, and I invested it in a consultant. All right? That was risk number three for me. Like, I didn't know if that was going to work out. And I was very nervous to do it. And that person started to help me understand, started to to train me and to help me to make better financial and better business decisions. All right? And like I was nervous, I was scared, I was blaming myself. But let me tell you, I was committed. This was, I was... I was 29, I think. This was not quite 10 years ago. My wife, my kid, my future was, were, were at stake. We had a, we, my, my son was like one and a half years old, and we had a daughter on the way. All right? And uh, let me just tell you, I, I worked mornings, noon, night, worked weekends. I worked for two years in this firm without paying myself anything. All right? Paying my staff, paying to keep the lights on, you know, that was my commitment. It was hell. 
all right? But I had to fix the problems that I myself had caused, commitments that I had signed up for that didn't work out because they were stupid. I should never have committed our firm to a young firm like that to take on as much uh, uh, payments, basically. Bad business decisions. I won't get into it. I'd love to get into it personally with each of you if you want to know it. All right, I've got a lot of stories. But the bottom line is I, I was committed. And then I took action. What did I specifically do? Look, I'm not sugarcoating this. I fired some employees that were not working out, all right, that weren't working for us and weren't working for our clients. I raised our prices, all right? I started to hold my team accountable. I started making sure everyone on our team was tracking their time on their cases that we put into every single case so that we could be sure that we're pricing our services correctly. I started to like get the systems in place so that the thing would work. It's not, it's not just automatic and simple and intuitive to run a law firm. There's a lot of things that go into it. But let me tell you, getting into action helped and it's now working. All right, it's not flawless, but it's working. It's getting better. I'm happy to report that things are getting better. All right, I now have 19 employees and they're all outstanding human beings. All right, I now pay myself actual dollars every month. Wahoo, all right? I like actually, you know, I, I, I love, I, I've, I've reached not the level of success where I'm aiming for, all right? But I've reached a level of success beyond what I even knew was possible 10 years ago. And it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. And after doing it, it's like I want nothing more than to share it. I want nothing more than to share it with other people because other people are capable of it. It's like you can get better. You can radically change your own quality of life. It doesn't make things perfect, but it makes things better. And how do you do it? How do you do it, people? Say them with me. Number one, you take a risk. Number two, you commit. And number three, you take action. One, you risk. Two, you commit. And three, you take action. You do what you need to do. You go for it. You don't sit on the couch and hope things will change. You get into action. You make the requests. You have the conversations. You, you, you do what you need to do. All right. And, you know, let's look at... Let's look at another, you know, let me just ask you, what about, what about like a farmer, all right? A farmer or an agricultural worker, they know this. The farmer knows this stuff. When a farmer buys seeds to put into the ground, there's a financial risk you're buying seeds, and there's no guarantee, all right? And then all spring and all summer, the weeds, the bugs, the sun, the weather, they're out to attack your crops. And so, yeah, you took the risk, the financial risk, and you bought those seeds,
But now you've got to commit. You've got to commit. All right. You've got to be like, you got to be like, Hey, no matter what needs to happen, I'm, I'm saving these. I'm, I'm protecting these seeds. And then you've got to get into action. You've got to water, you've got to protect, you've got to like, you've got to like weed. You've got to do whatever you need to do to allow your seeds to grow and to flourish. And then finally, after all of that, finally, you get to collect, you get to harvest, you get to receive, you get to get what you want. One, risk. Two, commit. And three, action. Got it? And now I know what some of you are thinking. I work with a lot of, I work with a lot of people. All right. We've got thousands of clients. I work with a lot of people from all over the world. I know what, I know what some of you are thinking. Some of you are thinking, well, great Otis. Great that that worked for you. Great that that worked for your family or for your parents or whatever. But I can't go back to school because I'm undocumented and I can't pay for the education. All right? One, that's not true. It's not. All right? And two, I never said you had to go back to school. I don't, that's not the point. That's not the message. What I said is you got to take a risk. I'm not sure what risk is the right risk for you. I'm not saying you got to go back to school. I'm saying you got to take a risk, all right? And not just a silly risk, one that's actually going to take you to what you want. And so it's like, let's hear them. You know, I know they're out there. I know they're out there. You know, uh, and, but I'm, what I mean is I know the excuses are out there. What are the excuses? Let's hear them, all right? Oh, you have to have money first to be able to start a business. Oh, you have to have documents, right? You have to have papers first to be able to start a business. First, not true. Second, I'm not saying anybody has to start a business, all right? It's a great experience for me. I love it, you know, now that I've figured out how to do it, I love it. Uh, but you don't have to do that. Three, I've got lots of undocumented clients who actually do have their own businesses, so I know it's possible. But again, I'm not talking about education. I'm not talking about business. I'm talking about it takes a risk. And my question for you is, okay, think about it. What risk could you take? Where do you want to go next in your life? And what risk could you take? What is something that you know you could do, but maybe you're avoiding doing it, or maybe you're resisting doing it, or maybe you're a little bit afraid to do it? Where are you holding yourself back? Like, take a minute. Think about it. Write it down. Is, you know, looking at it from a different perspective, it's like, is there something that you know you could do that just, you're just kind of nervous about it? Makes you nervous to even think about it. Something that's like, I'm afraid. Maybe there's fear. All right. You know, risk involves all of that stuff. It does. It involves all of that stuff. And, and you know, 
being courageous, having courage, means going forward even in the face of fear. Everybody feels fear. Everybody feels fear. The question is, are you going to let that fear stop you from doing what could move your life forward? And I, 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 hope, I hope that you wouldn't, all right? But the first step to not letting it stop you is let's get clear. Let's get clear. Let's take a moment. Let's think about it. What's a risk you could take? What's something you could do? Where are you holding yourself back? What's something that you could do that could radically transform the future for you? Take a moment and think about it. Thank you for listening to the Empowered Immigrant Podcast. If you like what you heard and if you want to learn more, please go to LanderholmImmigration.com forward slash podcast.